So do you think of yourself as someone who's determined? Well, I know a lot of people do. Or perhaps you are in a few things. Today, the manifesting power that comes with mastering the willful mind to be unshakably determined to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back, friends. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another journey into the amazing world of manifesting desires, where kinetic believers are mastering the universe around them. If you'd like to send an email, send it to kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website. Greetings, Miss Maggie. Greetings. Have I told you yet today that you are my best friend? No. Oh, I haven't? Nope. You're my best friend. What? Yeah. That's and crazy. Have I told you yet that I, I love being around you? <laughs> Why? I just do. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're just so much fun all the time. Well, thanks. Have I told you that I have never enjoyed life as much as I do with you? Yes, you have told me that. Have I told you that today yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're letting me off the hook. Well, all of that right now Aww, to you. Well, thank my you. Friend. Right back at you. Today, we're talking about mastering the willful mind. And we're going to do this from day 58 in the guided journal, Law of Attraction 100 Day Guided Journal. So if you've got one, open it up to day 58 and let's, let's work on some things together. Interesting. The willful mind. Mastering the willful mind. You know, how many times have we, I know in the past, we were talking about this recently and remembering somebody that used to work for us, and <laughs> I'll never forget, and he said uh, to something that we were talking about doing that was coming up during the summer, and, and he said something like, well, I'm not willing. <laughs> well, and, and we, you know, it was just, we were both floored. And, but how true is that? Yes. If you're not willing, then you really do. It's a blessing blocker. It blocks Absolutely. so many good things from coming into our lives. Yeah. So the, the the key is to master the willful mind. The willful mind. That sounds, that comes through as stubborn. Is that what that means? Stubborn, perhaps. <laughs> a stubborn mind? <laughs> or an unwillingness, an unwillingness to receive something good mm. um, is, is really what we're talking yeah. about. And when you say, I'm not willing, it... It, it's, you're really saying so much. Yeah. I am not willing to receive. I'm not willing to attract. I'm mm -hmm. not willing to manifest in that area. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, that, that it's we're actually doing. you're saying a lot with one tiny little word. Day 58, and this is the guided portion of it. It says that there was a woman who wished to build her house made of stone upon a hill. Sounds like you. And she, <laughs> and she gathered every stone that she could see, and she built what uh, she was able to build. Not one stone was left upon the ground, yet the house was left incomplete. Now, another woman imagined to build a, a house from her thought forms and not from what she could see. Hmm. From the highest viewpoint imagined, she then set about in kinetic belief. And the attraction for provision was in her vision. Say that again. The attraction for provision 
was in her vision. And so the stones were gathered from creek beds and dug from beneath the ground, and villagers were summoned by the progress of substance and helped to gather many more stones. In other words, the villagers knew that there was somebody that had caught fire, and they're <laughs> running around with their hair on fire, and that something's happening, and so everybody wants to come and see what's burning. And what was burning was her vision, her the belief, desire, yeah. her belief. And her so willingness. there's an attraction to that. What happened? Well, the second the second role model there had mastered her willful mind. In other words, she wasn't living by what she could see. She wasn't living by the uh, limited amount of stones that were visible on the ground. Uh, she was living by what she imagined to see. Right. And the desire of that attracted the provision from the vision. And it's always on time, isn't it? When you when you're believing for something that you can't physically see yet, that's that's an exciting part of it. Is knowing that not only is it going to show up, but it's going to be right on time. True, isn't that so true? And how exciting is it to know that you know what? If you can't see it, it's really going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be so good because I can't see it yet in the physical. So something grand is happening for me as I continue to imagine what I'm desiring to see. Well, and that doesn't that make sense on the surface even because we talk so much about the power of belief, the creative power, the universal power of belief as a as its own entity. And if, if you can see something it requires no belief. I mean, it, it's, it completely cancels the, the whole process out. So, uh, you know. Not living by what we <laughs> it's see. It's just funny. Yeah. Well, you know, look, we have two natures. And one will master the other. In other words, one leads to destruction. And now, and I don't mean one nature will master the other nature. What I mean is a person, a person we will, a creative will master one of the two natures. One leads to destruction. And the other one leads to our perfected life. One is led by emotions. It makes decisions that are, well, they're based upon instant gratification. And the other one is led by the mastering of the willful mind, like we're talking about, in order to become uh, and to be obedient to our best intentions. Do you often wonder if you're actually desiring things that will be good for you? Yes. <laughs> no, you can think about it if you want. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah. Somebody we were talking to the other day was saying, you know, it's just so hard for me to make a decision. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know what to do. It's just, I, I really struggle with making the, uh, what I think is you know, a decision. And she, and she didn't even say the right one. She just said <laughs> making a decision. Well, and as you get older, you, all of a sudden you start really racking up bad decisions. <laughs> So you do eventually lose a little trust in your own intuition. And, you know, you think, well, gosh, I wanted that one thing. But then once I got it, it was horrible. Well, I'm so. let you, that, you're so right. And, and here's a little secret to that formula. Usually what's happening is if, it's, if you are faced with making a decision and it's hard for you, it's because you really want to do the wrong thing. Hmm. You know what you should do. And it's so difficult because you want to do the wrong thing. Well, today I want to talk about how we navigate our desires in a way that benefits us rather than leads to our destruction. So let's discuss some ways to stay in the purpose of unconditional love, the, the will of our genius of purpose. You know, so often most people, if, if you don't get into some kind of physical altercation, they believe that they're living a good life. If you ask, you know, well, what do you think it means to live a good life? Well, if I stay out of trouble, if I can just, uh, then, then I'll be successful. As long as I'm not um, 
oh, here's, you know, I'm just thinking about, we're talking about previous employees. I don't know if we should do that or not, but here's another yeah, one. Actually, cares? we didn't hire this one, so we can talk about her <laughs> in a good way, just as a role, as a model, okay? Well, it is a funny story. Yeah, so we're interviewing, and um, this we, one of the questions that we're asking is, and we ask this girl, young lady, do you consider your, <laughs> I'm laughing. Do you consider yourself to be uh, to have drama to in have your drama life. in your life? To, yeah, which is a great question, and it does suss out a lot when you're talking mm-hmm. to people. Right. Yeah. So, and, and she said, "Oh my goodness, no! I, I don't have any drama in my life." She said, "In fact, just the other day, this girl was in my house, and she asked me to go outside, and and she, and uh, she wanted to fight ha- me, fight me in the parking lot, out in the parking lot, and I wouldn't do it." So, no, so I'm, I'm drama free. I'm drama free. <laughs> so, that, so she, in her own estimation, I assume, well, believes she's living a good life. Look, without understanding our genius of purpose and imagining to desire the best version of ourselves, we really have no basis for attracting anything to manifest mm-hmm. according to our best life desires. Wow. Every creative really begins their best journey at their unique, one-of-a-kind foundation for being. And there is no other individualistic foundation for our one-of-a-kind persona but that of unconditional love. And I really want to drive this home today. And I just feel in my, in my soul that this is probably a disconnect for still a lot of people. But unconditional love for self and for all others is really where the the manifesting journey begins. Because each one of us uh, has a, a perfect undomesticated version for establishing our convictions, for establishing our articles of faith. In other words, if we want to see a change in our life, there first must be a change in us. I love that you're you're teaching us about this foundation right now because it is very easy to underestimate the importance of that that beginning, that foundational truth of ourselves that you're talking about. Well, imagine trying to start something and not knowing where to begin. Yeah, you're building a house from the top down. <laughs> it's not it's not going to go very well, is it? <laughs> like you have the roof delivered. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So no, look when when we begin working through our, for example, the kinetic belief journal, in order to rewild ourselves to begin again to become um, undomesticated from those negative beliefs, those things that we were never supposed to adhere to and rely upon, we evolve, we change and morph to no longer be in bondage to the defective judgments of ourselves. Now, we can choose to be by continuing to think about and talk about and act like those negative beliefs, that those are true for us and those are accurate and all the the self-debasement and the condemnation and the self-judgments and all of those things. We can still act like all of that is true and allow them to condemn and wrongly define us, but we don't have to. And that's what becoming a kinetic belief creative means. We don't have to do that anymore. It involves being willing to, well, for example, give up activities, friends, or habits that don't align with the version of our best life. And it means walking away from anything that's not aligned with our positive energetics. How do you personally uh, 
and I hope I'm not splitting hairs here, but how do you define in your own mind and heart the the difference between outward suggestion of what people are sort of telling you that you should do and then what's coming from within in your own mind? Because, you know, it's all it's all filtering through our mind. So it can be difficult to really have good discernment about where is this thing coming from? Is this really part of who I'm supposed to be, who I am, my rewilding process? Sure. I look at life like it's just filled. With, I'm, I'm on a journey. I'm, I'm, I'm uh traveling to some faraway land and I'm in these stormy waters. But the way that I navigate is I make a daily decision to gratefully affirm who I am. And then I choose to navigate every single day with the correct worldview rather than by what the world says that my attitude should be and what friends are telling me that I should and shouldn't do and and how I should act and and, uh, trying to define me. And so that's the way that I deal with it. But the successful KB creative chooses to not be conformed to this world. It is a choice. We don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. We don't imitate the behavior, the, the, uh, what we see going on around us and, and those customs. Now, here's a question that we ask ourselves if we want to know if we are beginning to master our willful mind. And that is, do people know that we're different? Do people know you're different? You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a funny question. <laughs> oh, do, they, do they know that you live differently than they do? I know that's really funny, and especially your family. They're like, oh, my goodness, what, where is she now? <laughs> where is she really now, funny. and where did she come from, and where are you is going? she really ours? <laughs> how, how do you do it? I, keep, I do hilarious. keep everything lively, that's Seriously, for sure. That's pretty funny. I mean, if you knew, <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. But because, look, if we're watching the same media, if we're handling our marriage the, the same way that everybody else is, if, if, we're, if we are gossiping, and if we're just as sick as other people are, then what's the difference? Mm. If we're often in a bad mood, if, if we walk around sad, if, if everybody knows when we're frustrated and if everybody knows that, oh, guess what? We're, you know, so-and-so is stressed out. Then we haven't even begun to master our willful minds, mm. just like everybody else. If we want to advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion, then we guard the influential gates to our within. Such a big part of what you're describing, too, is developing, as through the rewilding process, developing the discernment that you talk about so often, not just with ourselves, but when you go through this process, you're also going to be developing a new perspective on other people. Because, for example, when you just said, uh, so-and-so is stressed out, my first thought was, no, so-and-so is manipulative. And so, you know, as you go through the process of getting to know you and laying that foundation, laying those expectations for self, you're, you're in, intrinsically also doing it for everyone you know and everybody you're going to know. Well, and that's, how, that's exactly right. And that's how we can know if we're on the right track or not to become a successful KB creative. Yeah. Because if you're communicating or projecting to other people that, guess what, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> or if you, if you want other people to know that you are frustrated, mm-hmm. if you do things in your life, say certain things. Make that phone call to make sure that so-and-so knows that you're stressed out. Then you haven't begun to master the willful mind yet. Yeah. And this is still something in your, uh, your practice that you need to, in, to, to move into to break some of those habitual patterns mm-hmm. of uh, uh, a way that you've been living your life. Yeah. And start changing some things. You know, before becoming a kinetic believer, I got to say, even just pretending to be in a bad mood was so irritating to me because it took people so long to notice 
<laughs> you know, eventually I have to be like, YouTuber, I'm in a bad mood. Excuse hey, me. Can I have your attention, please? I just want you to know that I'm in this bad uh, mood. Oh, you know what? Sure. I mean, when we <laughs> when we stand our manifesting ground, even when it's tough and even when we work our kinetic belief until those around us can't help but ask, what is it, Megan, that gives you peace and joy and optimistic hope? You see, that's what we're communicating. Yeah. Not by even telling people, but just by the way that they're watching you, yeah. uh, your life unfold. And you are truly, you know, we become a peculiar person and we're not like anybody yeah. else. And they know that there is something fundamentally, foundationally different about the way that you are approaching life and the way that they're doing it. And one of my favorite things about this rewilding process, setting these foundations that you're describing, is the developing seeing yourself develop sensitivities to yourself to understand what your triggers are for example if i ever um have a moment of feeling uh less than great or a little down it's almost always because i've i've accidentally been looking to someone else or other people or other things for my affirming who I am and it's so obvious and it's so clear but that's me um, and that is absolutely something that I discovered through the re the rewilding process and so as you grow and you develop these ideals and you understand yourself you become so much more powerful in this every single day you're mastering your willful mind aren't you exactly now somebody out there I can just I just picked up on this you're listening <laughs> and I'm not going to let you off the hook by the way 50% or more than 50% of communication is nonverbal. You might be Ooh. thinking, well, I don't tell anybody I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> but you know what? When you roll your eyes one more time, sweetheart, <laughs> I know you're in a bad mood. Okay? I've picked up on that. <laughs> you are, or whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. So yeah. we are communicating at all times. So you don't get a pass. Well, that's exactly what I was saying a second ago by, you know, it took people so long to realize I was in a bad mood. <laughs> like, I was, like, haven't you seen my looks and my brooding? And Do you my not see me stomping my foot? All of that stuff. No, and that's a good point, too. Um, a big part of this rewilding process is being honest with yourself. Be real. Don't even ask other people or yourself to read between the lines of, of subtlety. Let's be authentic and real and say what we mean. And yes is yes and no is no. And uh, yeah, and the look means what you just said. Right. This is <laughs> that's right. So here's what we're doing. When we rewild our minds, like you were saying, by meditating on our perfected desires. It saturates our body. It saturates in our soul and it changes us. We literally become a manifestation of something different. Yes. We are like the butterfly. We're morphing into something new. We become transfigured into something beautiful. Yeah. The lens of perfected love separates us from the things of the world and, and all of the world's destructive behaviors. So here it is. Mastering the willful mind changes the way we choose to live. Uh, let me give you a small gem of uh, just a little bit of wisdom here. A nugget. Just a nugget. As a KB creative, the law of attraction will bring whatever it is that we can think of or imagine into our lives. And while we are attracting our best lives, make certain to not think too highly of yourself. 
Now, we talk all the time about building yourself up, um, celebrating and edifying and, and unconditionally loving yourself and casting down negative energetics. We talk about that all the time. And yes, that is imperative to living our best life. But it is, listen, it's very important that we don't think that we are better than we really are. Why? And so, that, you know, how can we recognize if we think we're better than those around us? How, how do we know if we're even doing this? How do we know if we think that we are better than other people? And why is this dangerous to us? If we are quick to judge or criticize, those are the main symptoms of negative energetics that are seeping into our observations. So we are thinking that everything that we do is right, for example, and that everyone should do it just like we're doing it. And this happens a lot with brand new KB creatives. You're learning all this wisdom and you're working on yourself and you're, you're getting some enlightenment and uh, you're starting to change. Your, your lens for life is changing. And so, you know, you start feeling pretty good about yourself and you get a little bounce into your step. And then if you're not careful then thinking that everything that you're doing is right and that everyone else should be doing it just like you is thinking too highly of yourself. That means if we judge others, for example, in their parenting or for what they choose to eat or drink or for the types of media that they should be consuming, we are aligning ourselves with symptomatic negative energetics. When we do that, KB creators make those decisions for themselves. Yes, do these things and do them for you. But listen, don't assume to decide that for others or that they should do exactly the same thing that you are doing. The, now, the only caveat to this is unless you're parenting, then by all means, help your child to develop in their original genius of purpose. And you're probably not walking around looking at your child either going, I'm so much better than you. <laughs> so that's right? a little different, right? It's a good well, point. <laughs> come yeah. on, boy, let's go throw, a, let's, let's go pitch some baseball. <laughs> Let me show you something. Right. No, well, I'm and, and you know, that really makes me think of so many podcasts where you really gave such great instruction on avoiding those competitive comparisons because if you don't have, if you're not operating and comparing yourself to others, pinging yourself off other people, and you're not neck deep in that competition, this can't even happen. So, you know, having that awareness and, and sort of cutting it off at the pass um, is vital. Allow people to live their lives. Yeah. And, and allow them to find their way. Now, if they come to you wanting advice, then by all means, you know, you've been set up to give it. Yeah. But don't enforce what you know and your wisdom and where you are mm. on into someone else's walk. When, you know, for me, one of the, the thing that, that helped me with that the most is a while back you did a podcast. And it was very straightforward in, in the manner of speaking because you were really telling us that when you look at somebody and you would normally have a criticism that you sort of say to yourself in the back of your mind, you replace it with something that you appreciate about the diversity of that person. And when you do that and you exercise in that every single day, it, it, it's sort of an, an antidote to this. That's exactly right. We don't want others to be like us no more than we want to be like others. Yeah, no. So we are appreciating and celebrating the diversity wherever they are. Right. So mastering the willful mind to live our best life, it also means that we don't just pretend to love other people, really love them, mm. really love them. This can only be accomplished when we meditate to holistically create the proper worldview that 
you know what, others are exactly as they should be for who they are. Real love is about our attitude, not the attitude of others. Yes. In other words, am I the kind of person who acts like someone's a friend, but then I turn around and I gossip about them and just tear them down? Because if I am that kind of person, that's love with hypocrisy. Uh, That's fake love. It's dishonest, and it's aligned with negative energetics. It's what some people will call being two-faced, and it'll attract like kind to manifest into our lives. So you see how this works? Look, to unconditionally love others, we aren't just nice to people when we're around them. No, we're loving and we are kind toward them even when they aren't around us. Kinetic belief will never abandon us. We can only abandon it. It's always there to serve us because we are what? We're mastering the willful mind. Look, we're, we're in this thing now. We're, we are in life. And it is, it is in, in some respects, short. And we're supposed to be living our best lives every day. And that's why it is imperative, you know, that we don't put this thing off. And it's not for next year or maybe for my New Year's resolution. No, we're in this now. This is the game of life. It doesn't begin tomorrow. We've made it to the big leagues where everyone has ability. Each one of us has been equipped to master the willful mind and to champion this thing. Isn't that marvelous? Yeah, I love the the big leagues. You know, you're alive. It's your turn. You're in the game. <laughs> Just the fact that you're alive is a massive miracle. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sitting in a dugout, and now it's your turn. Yeah. Get up here and bat. Take yeah. a swing. Hit it out of the park. And it isn't so important to remind ourselves daily of the idea that this is tick, that time is ticking by, not in an anxious way, but in the way that you just showed us, just as a to develop and make sure you have this deep appreciation for what you are in and what you're in the middle of. It's marvelous, isn't it? it and, is. and also, isn't it wonderful knowing that you and me, all of us, we are uniquely made with a genius of purpose, yeah. and we are not supposed to be living anyone else's life. We have something to do that will. Uh, be a mark on time. Mm -hmm. We are one of those wonderful, beautiful tacits of the creative creator who imagined us, first of all, to become something dynamically beautiful Mm -hmm. to represent all that there is, to become part of of the bigger picture rather than like the bigger picture. It's great. Well, let's work on some some of our guided thought forms. You ready to do this? You know it. Well, let's just say this uh, out loud. I choose to master the will of my mind. I choose to master the will of my mind. To manifest my desires. To manifest my desires. I will unwaveringly move. I will unwaveringly move. Toward every decision I make. Toward every decision I make. Every day. Every day. I will keep moving forward. I will keep moving forward. I take action every day. I take action every day. Toward my desires. Toward my desires. Nothing will stop me. Nothing will stop me. From manifesting what I want. From manifesting what I want. Every day I am attracting everything. Every day I'm attracting everything that I desire into my life. That I desire into my life. I will to do whatever it takes. I will to do whatever it takes. To attract my highest potential. To attract my highest potential. There is nothing and no one. There's nothing and no one that can prevent me. That can prevent me from attracting what I desire. From attracting what I desire. I have this unshakable. I have this unshakable. Most amazing, dedicated. Most amazing, dedicated. Fantastic ability. (laughs) Fantastic ability. To persevere. To persevere. 
That's it. That's Mastering the Willful Mind. Mm -hmm. Day 58 from the Guided Journal. Day 58 from the Guided Journal. And if you would like the Guided Journal, make sure you check it out on the website, stephencanyon.com. Email address, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. And uh, the private Kinetic Believers Facebook group is hopping. It's so exciting in there. Everybody's commenting and talking to each other and encouraging each other. And if you're not a part of that, dive in. Let's do it together. We all need to be edified and encouraged and uh, celebrated. And that's where you're going to find it is in the Facebook uh, private group. Check it out on the website. Megan, this has been fantastic. This has been great. Well, love to all the KBs around the world. And thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.